In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com. The Dad DeLorean Podcast. Because parenting is a complicated Well, hello and welcome to the Dad DeLorean Podcast. We are on episode, I think, 36 this week. I am using a new computer that does not have the episode number on it, so whatever it shows on the top of the file when I upload it, that's what the number is. I'm pretty sure it's 36. Might be 37. Who knows at this point? Uh, Yeah, good to be back again after another brief hiatus. So this, this particular summer, I think it's been a little bit busier than I'd anticipated, and so I haven't had as much time to devote to it. On top of that, there hasn't been a whole lot that I've been able to watch lately, just or just not been interested in watching right now. So it's been a lot less of that time or that kind of stuff right now because there's not really a ton on, you know? I mean, I caught up on Ted Lasso and enjoyed that. And, um, you know, what was it? We had the uh, uh, Halloween special for Star Wars, which I just realized I did not even discuss that on my last episode. And uh, probably should go ahead and just discuss that. But that is... Like, it's not been a really busy time for me as far as stuff to stream, stuff to watch, that sort of thing. And so it's just not been a high priority at this point. I mean, obviously, I can still tell you about everything that's going on with the boys and all of that. And that actually brings us to a couple different things I can cover this week. Because, uh, one, two weeks ago, we did our next camping trip in the trailer. We went out to Fort Stevens, which was a blast, and the boys thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mama thoroughly enjoyed it. We had a good time. It was definitely nicer than we were expecting. The only time that it rained was really the day that I had to pitch camp, and that was miserable. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like Just having to go out there and try to get all of the hookups set up while it's pouring down rain, it just is not a fun thing. And at that point, I was getting hungry and maybe been a little bit crabby and uh, all of that. But end of the day, we did wind up getting everything set up and we had a good time. It was it was a lot of fun. Got to learn some history. Did not realize that there was a Civil War fort in the state of Oregon. It turns out that Fort Stevens actually started out as a Civil War fort that was completed a couple of days before they actually ended the war. So we didn't really get a whole lot of uh, wartime use. And then it was later converted into a military base for World War II and was used to guard the mouth of the Columbia. It is, fun fact, the only location of a mainland U.S. attack. That blew my mind. I was completely unaware of it before we go out there, but they've got this great history center that kind of talks about everything there, and you get to go and see everything. But bottom line, like it was guarding the mouth of the Columbia, and apparently... A Japanese submarine had managed to somehow follow a bunch of fishing boats through the minefields that were out there in order to get their 
shot off, but when they were attacking, I guess it was the dead of night, and they just went completely black in the um, fort and didn't return fire. I actually would have expected they would have returned fire, but they figured out that apparently it was too far out for their guns to hit, and so they just didn't fire back, and they blacked everything out, and the attack was completely ineffective. So, yeah, but that was the... uh, that was the interesting stuff that we got to learn historically. We did go to go to the Astoria Column as well, which isn't too far away from it, but that was a fun experience for the boys. Alton actually did climb the whole way up to the top. I did not wind up going up to the top of the Astoria Column because, one, I figured I was probably going to have to carry the little one the entire way, and that seemed like a lot of steps to go up with the little one, but then, two, on top of that... Uh, I was afraid I might get a little claustrophobic towards the top there. So uh, I opted to stay down at the bottom. Amanda and Alton went up to the top and they bought the little balsa wood planes that you can throw off the top. And so the intent was that we stay down there and would eventually catch them when they came down. Only the wind and the aerodynamics of those planes was not in cooperation at all on this and wound up just going the complete opposite direction. So... Uh, We didn't wind up recovering our planes. We wound up buying a couple more for the boys for souvenirs to take home, and then both of them got broken before we even got them home because they're balsa wood, and of course they are. So, uh, yeah, that was was the fun. And, uh, yeah, it was... It was a blast. We really enjoyed it. It can't wait to go on our next trip. Our next trip is going to be for spring break. We are actually going to be going out to Nahalem Bay, I believe. And that'll be a little bit of a different experience. Every time that we've gone out with the trailer, it's been a little bit of a different experience. The first time, it was just getting it set up. The second time, we got to set it up and then stay for a night, unhitch everything. Like, I didn't bother to unhitch it when we stayed at Shampooie because I knew we were going back the next morning. But this time, I actually unhitched the trailer so that we could go and drive out and pick stuff up or hang around go do stuff and uh this time we actually had some of our own utensils and whatnot you know and so we're kind of figuring things out with the camping as we go along and it's been it's been a lot of fun so uh yeah and then on top of that we also had halloween recently and uh so with that being said the boys and i all went star wars themed amanda prepared our car for trunk or treat at church and that she actually did a It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown theme on that. She actually dressed up as Lucy. And, uh, yeah, it was was a lot of fun. She got that all set up. It looked beautiful. She hand-drew the characters and put them up in the back of the truck. Not the truck, but the, uh, her car. And so there was that. But the boys and I were all off of Star Wars. And more specifically just Mandalorian themed characters or not necessarily Mandalorian themed, but, uh, Alton wound up reusing his costume for Rex last year. So he last year went as captain Rex and his costume was too big for him, but he wound up being able to use it again this year too. So, uh, he really, really wanted to do that. And I wasn't going to turn him down. I mean, Hey, don't have to buy a new costume every year. That's totally okay with me. So he still fit in it perfectly, so we put him in that. Alton was having fun with that. Austin, we wound up going to Costco and getting one of the Mandalorian costumes. And so he was dressed up as Din Djarin and was not a big fan of masks. I'll just put it that way. But we did manage to at least keep it on him long enough to get a picture of it. And, uh, yeah, he did really enjoy the costume. Like, he saw it in me. He's like, Mando, Mando, Mando. So that was fun for him. 
that's another one that I think might still fit him next year because it was still really big. I mean, he's only two, and I want to say that this was a 3-4 for the costume. So uh, he might be able to use that next year if he wants to. I don't know. We'll see. And then myself, I wound up finding out that they do, in fact, make a Mandalorian um, costume for rearmored Boba Fett. And so that was my pick because I'm like, look, if we're going to be doing this, I'm doing this. And so I wound up getting that one. I will say the boys' masks are much better made than the adult masks. Like the boys' masks are a nice hard plastic. The uh, adult one was a much flimsier plastic. So that was a definite like, huh, interesting. But it was still a lot of fun. Honestly, if I could justify the reasoning behind getting it, I would absolutely love to do the Black Series Boba Fett helmet from... uh, Hasbro because that looks amazing and like I mean it's something that I don't know if I would be able to do it but like I see the people who do like the 501st Legion events where they're volunteering their time for the kids and that sort of thing and I think that would be kind of fun to do I don't know if I'd be any good at it but it was definitely something that I saw and was like huh okay but like there's a lot of work involved getting to make your own costume and making sure that it all fits movie accuracy and all of that and so and looking on their website i don't think they've even got an approved template for boba fett rearmored at this point it looks like they just have return of the jedi on there right now and so like i think it would be fun to do that and you know be able to volunteer the time to help out kids and you know do that sort of event stuff but like i don't know like i don't know if that's something that i really would want to pursue so i just think it'd be interesting like (laughs) oh excuse me I see those guys out and about, and I think, man, they do some really cool stuff. So that is what it is. So, yeah, that's what we've been up to. And, uh, yeah, we're getting excited for uh, different things coming up. Uh, Book of Boba Fett trailer, we're going to talk about that in a little bit here. But uh, that dropped literally the day after I go dressed up as Boba Fett. I can't imagine that was coincidental. I think that they, Disney's like, okay, he's done it. We'll go ahead and give him this little thing. No, that's not it at all. But uh, that was definitely kind of a nice little treat to find the next morning. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to head to our first break. When we come back, we are going to talk about streaming and more specifically, not necessarily stuff that we are streaming now because, again, there isn't a lot that I'm watching right now. But there is a lot of stuff coming up that it's coming up rather quickly. So we're going to go to that. Stay tuned. And we're back. Thanks again so much for tuning into the Dead DeLorean podcast. So uh, this week we are talking about mostly stuff that's coming up and that we've gotten recent trailers for. So first thing I am going to cover, Book of Boba Fett. I am super excited to see this. One thing to note for sure that I think is you're going to find on this, I'm going to guess pretty much all of that footage that we saw is most likely just from the first episode of it. I don't know how accurate that's going to be, but I'm going to say a vast majority of it is going to be. I don't think they're giving away too much, and I think that there's the opportunity for them to do a lot of stuff with this that they are going to really, I think, blow everybody's minds, hopefully. But uh, it looks like it's going to be really good. It's going to be looking like focused on Boba taking over Jabba's palace and kind of trying to instill a different system there than was there previously. As he says in the trailer, Jabba ruled through fear. I rule through um respect 
And so I think that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. There's a lot going on in that trailer. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely check it out. But uh, it looks amazing. So, uh, yeah, can't wait to see everybody's favorite bounty hunter slash clone. And also, I'm I'm just wondering here, are we going to get maybe a Omega in live action? I'm hoping so. I think it'll be interesting. It'll also, I can say, I got to say this right now, Ming-Na Wen does possibly one of the best annoyed faces I've ever seen. Like, she's fantastic at it. I mean, this is one of those, like, stupid things, but, like, seriously, like, nobody gives you the side-eye better than Ming-Na Wen does, and she does it fantastically as Fennec Shand in this, and... So, uh, shout out to you, Mingna Wen, for uh, having the best side eye in the business. Just, that's all there is to it. Um, next thing to discuss here, we're going to talk about the trailer for... Oh, gosh. What was the trailer for? Um, hmm. I did just see the trailer for Morbius today, and uh, that, I think, is going to be interesting. I still don't necessarily know... And I don't necessarily know that even Sony knows what they're doing with it at this point. But it will be interesting to see how it plays out with everything coming for Spider-Man and just all of the stuff there. They're definitely tying some things together. There's some stuff that I think might be a bit of a stretch. One of the things that somebody brought up is, hey, well, um, there's the picture of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man in this, so uh, multiverse confirmed. Um, I think that we've already moved past the multiverse confirmed piece, but I didn't necessarily see enough of the picture of Spider-Man in there to necessarily conclusively say that that was Sam Raimi's Spider-Man costume. Maybe it was. I don't know. But that was one that I was like, oh, okay, that'll be interesting. We'll see where this goes and where they take all of it, and hopefully it will be a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, I... I just don't know. Like, I'm not a big vampire person, and Morbius as a character, like, I mean, I remember him from the TV show when I was a kid, but, like, I'm not sure how much this is going to necessarily be required viewing when compared to a lot of the other stuff that's in the MCU. Uh, Another thing I want to talk about with MCU, The Eternals. Hasn't even come out yet. I was questioning whether I was going to want to necessarily see it in theaters if I was just going to wait for it to come out on digital, and... Right now, I'm thinking I may wind up waiting until digital on it. Like, you know, I will be honest. Like, Shang-Chi blew me away in terms of it was unexpected. It was not what I was, you know, I showed up not knowing what to expect, and it was fantastic. But Eternals seemed to me like it doesn't really know what they're doing. And the reviews at this point, and, you know, how much faith do you give into the reviews, honestly? Like, I don't know. But... Right now, apparently, it is the first certified Rotten on Rotten Tomatoes for the MCU. It's apparently achieved a lower score than Thor The Dark World, which has been arguably the worst of the MCU movies coming to date. So that says a lot, I think. I think what is going to be interesting to see is what their box office hall winds up being because people are so starved for any content at this point. But... That is one of those ones that I'm just like, okay, well, I, I'm i not feeling compelled to run and see, out and see it. And it doesn't sound like from everything that I've read that it's going to necessarily be required viewing. Like, it almost sounds like uh, somebody was talking about the movie and is like, well, you don't have to see the rest of the MCU for this to make sense. It kind of stands on its own. And it's like, well, if it stands on its own, then is it really going to be like 
that necessary of viewing. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. But uh, that was what I saw this week that I was like, oh, okay, interesting. So sometimes you want to bring in an Oscar-winning director to bring gravitas to your thing, but it sounds like there's a good possibility that Kevin Feige holding off on this because he wanted to make it for Oscar season, uh, it may have been in vain. And so that'll be interesting to see how everything all pans out there. Um, What else we got? What else we got? Well, uh, there was a trailer for Pixar's movie Lightyear, which if you hadn't heard about it at the Disney Day that they announced it, that looks like it's going to be a very interesting Pixar movie because basically you're getting the man behind the character. So, you know, we've got everybody knows Tim Allen as Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movies and kind of his character evolution, all of that. But what you don't really realize until this movie was announced is that Buzz Lightyear is supposed to be based off of a real person and that real person is going to be voiced by none other than Chris Evans. So you're getting Captain America in the Pixar world now, guys. Uh, This will be very interesting to see how this turns out. It looks like it'll be fun. Like it's one of those things like it it looks like Pixar taking on a sci-fi adventure kind of thing. And like, I think that they will probably like Pixar very rarely misfires. I think they will probably have some fun with that one. And I think it's going to be a different take from them than a lot of their previous movies, but it'll be kind of, I think it'll be an interesting thing. And at the very least, I'm going to show up to hear Chris Evans voicing Buzz Lightyear and see how he takes it differently from the, uh, version that we get in Toy Story. That's kind of the cartoon version as it were. So, uh, and that is another thing that's coming up that looks like it'll be a good one to check out. Another thing that I've been thinking about, and I haven't seen a trailer for this in a while, and I think it's probably because Army Hammer is apparently a terrible person, according to stuff that I've found. And so they keep pushing the movie back. But Death on the Nile looks like it will be a fantastic movie. It's supposed to be out at the end of this year, but there hasn't been a lot of fanfare around it. I don't necessarily think that they're going to be keeping the end of the year date that they were originally thing. And this movie was supposed to be out like last year. So I think this has been over a year in the making, like it's been ready. It's been there to go, but apparently army hammer is kind of psychotic and into cannibalism. And uh, yeah, I, I don't even necessarily know what all of that dude's deal, but he sounds like he's pretty messed up. And so it sounds like Fox is trying to push that off as much as possible from when all of that came out. Uh, you can't really just get rid of the movie because it's supposed to be a pretty heavy investment. And honestly, like the first movie with Poirot where you had Kenneth Branagh playing the character, loved that movie. I was not expecting to love it because I've always been a huge fan of the David Suchet Poirot stuff, but Kenneth Branagh brought something to it that I really enjoyed. And so I've been kind of waiting for that movie to come out. And so I hope it comes out soon. I hope we get something. Just give us a new trailer or anything. I don't care, but just something. But uh, that was originally slated for the holidays. I think they pushed it back again. So, yeah, that's that. Now, one thing I will bring up that I don't think I discussed last time around, but uh, the... What is it? Terrifying Tales, the Lego Star Wars thing. I wound up watching that. And I will say... I've not watched it with the boys because that's 
a little bit scarier, I think, than Alton and Austin are prepared to deal with. At the very least, if we do watch it, we're not going to watch it close to bedtime. That just, I think, would be stupid. But that being said, that was a really good, like, they did kind of the holiday special thing again, but they made it different and new. And you got basically different tales about different Sith characters and what happened with them and it wound up being a really very well done like I enjoyed it kind of like character discussion you get a little bit more about Kylo Ren and becoming Kylo Ren and Ren the uh, leader of the gang before Kylo Ren takes over kind of thing and he was voiced by Christian Slater in this was fantastic I think my favorite part about the whole thing is uh, the fact that I can't remember the character's name I think it's Navi not no something anyway this dude that was in like one scene in rogue one as uh the uh, caretaker for vader's castle in the rogue one film like this dude is voiced by none other than the wonderful fantastic why can't i think of this man's name tony Tony, 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 Tony. Ugh. It's going to kill me because, like, he's been in so much. He was Emmett on Chuck. He's the voice of Forky in the Toy Story 4 film. Like, he's fantastic. Tony is completely escaping my mind. I feel terrible about this. I'm going to have to Google it, and this is just going to be in the edit because I don't feel like going back and editing it out. But, uh, Tony... Um, Tony, 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 Tony. Oh my gosh. Not Tony Shaloub. Oh, Forky asks a question. Forky asks a question. Forky, 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 Forky. Tony Hale. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that it took me that long. Anyway, Tony Hale. He is fantastic. He plays this, like creepy dude very well like telling these tales of the sith and all of that so that he can you know go through the temple slash thing and bringing back krabala the hut who is taking vader's castle and turning it into a resort because of course krabala is opening another resort why wouldn't krabala be opening another resort so it was it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it tony hale i apologize for forgetting your name but you are amazing Please bring us season two of Forky Asks a Question, or even Navi Asks a Question. I, don't, I can't remember the guy's name, and Navi it might be the name of the characters from the, uh, oh, the thing with the blue people. I'm not doing a great job of anything right now, remembering names. Um, oh, come on, man. Vanny. Vanny, not Navi, Vanny. I had the right letters, the wrong order. Uh, yeah, the Navi are the blue people from Avatar. Vanny is the character that he plays in Terrifying Tales. So anyway, that if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Worth seeing. So uh, we're going to go ahead head to our last break. And when we come back, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't have a question lined up. And I might just freestyle it. So stay tuned. <laughs> In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. 
Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Welcome back to the Dad DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Andrew, and uh, I don't really know what I'm doing with my voice here, to be totally honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I kind of felt like I was giving in to my inner Fraser Crane. Hello, I'm Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Like, you ever feel like you should be doing more with your voice? Like, I always got told on the phones when I picked up the phones at work that, oh, you sound like you could be on radio. And I always thought that was silly. And, like... At the same time, I kind of wonder, should I have done more with my voice? Should I have gone into, like, voice acting or radio or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, That is a question that, I mean, I can't really answer because I don't know if I would have been successful at it. But uh, it is still one of those fun things that I get to do where every once in a while I just go into this voice. And, you know, occasionally, like, I'll do the sort of thing with the boys, too, where, like, there's certain books that I will read, like... Uh, the remarkable Farkle McBride. I've started reading to my sons in this like, oh, pity the prodigy Farkle McBride. No matter the instruments poor Farkle tried, whether strumming or blowing or drumming or bowing, his musical passions were unsatisfied. And like, just kind of taking that quite almost borderline hoity-toity voice, like, uh, you know, you, you kind of like, oh, and welcome to Masterpiece Theater. Uh, I am your host. I can't even think of who hosted Masterpiece Theater. But uh, yeah, then, you know, just that sort of thing. Like, I try to play around with my voice a lot with the boys when I'm reading them books. And so, like, every once in a while, I'll get something good. <clears throat> every Other times, it's not so good. But, uh, like, I really enjoy kind of doing that booming voice. Like, hello and welcome to... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Like, and I can, like, drop down to very low, but not, like, super low. But I can also talk at a higher voice and, you know, so whatever. But, you know, I, I enjoy vocal play, I guess, is kind of the thing. Like, and I can, you know, fake some accents. Every once in a while, like, I will get called on by my wife to uh, play a character in, say, a Christmas play at church or something like that. Um, if I'm trying to mimic a particular accent, you know, like uh, Bobby Broadway from uh, The Producers and uh, all that, and, like doing that sort of thing. I have fun with that. And, uh, I may have to be very specific on how I do it. Like for instance, with that particular one, there was one point in which my wife called me out in front of all of the kids, like when I somehow drifted from like Brooklyn to Boston to all of a sudden I'm talking in Australian accent and like, she's just like, that was quite the accent. And so like, at that point I wound up writing all of my lines down phonetically trying to get the sounds right so that I knew what I was supposed to sound like because I knew what I was saying I just had to say it in the right way so you know Bobby Broadway oh my gosh that's fantastic and like not going into the good day mate and how are you today and um, oh yeah huh? mm-hmm. oh yeah okay 
Anyway, uh, this is what happens when I freestyle is you get me kind of in the weird rambly mood where I'm not necessarily making a ton of sense about anything. And I'm not even asking a question at this point, but uh, uh, just really going around and uh, shooting the breeze, as it were. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is me right now. Just uh all over the place, uh, WKRP in Cincinnati, no, um, nope, not, not that, not that, uh, yeah, any case, uh, let me know, you guys, if there is something you are excited about that's coming out soon, let me know, if there's something that you're enjoying right now that, you know, I may not have seen, let me know, because, I, like I said, I've not been watching a ton of stuff outside of my normal wheelhouse, I think Ted Lasso is about the furthest out of my normal wheelhouse that I've gotten, and, uh, yeah, like, it's one of those things that it just was there, and I was like, yeah, well, I'll check this out, and honestly, like, in a lot of regards, Ted Lasso is kind of my spirit animal, like, uh, definitely in with the dad jokes, and uh, tends to be pretty upbeat. I I don't always do the best at being the upbeat person like that, and I think they, in the se- second season, they do a lot of talking about that, just because uh, you realize that he's positive all the time, but he's trying to do that to cover, and I, I, I don't cover very well, uh, just to be honest, if I'm irritated, you're gonna know it. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, any case, uh, if there's something that I haven't caught that maybe you think I need to check out, let me know, uh, right at this point, I've got, um, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, I've got HBO Max is included with my subscription, oh, and right now I've got the Apple TV for, like, three months, I think. I can't remember how long my subscription thing is for, but it's one of those things. I won't pay for Apple TV because there's not enough there to interest me. Like, I'll probably pay for a month of Apple TV when the last season of Ted Lasso comes out or the next season. I don't know if that's actually going to be the last season, but uh, regardless, uh, I will probably check that out. But, like, you know, <clears throat> the boys getting to watch the Snoopy show is not enough for me to want to pay the five bucks a month. Um, yeah, like, and I can't do, like, the... Uh, stuff for the uh snoopy holiday specials because we already own them on blu-ray we did that last year actually when they announced that apple was getting them exclusively because we weren't sure if we were going to get to watch them on tv and uh i was like you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and buy the blu-ray and bought the blu-ray got the digital copies so uh we're not in any need there for the uh peanut stuff but uh regardless like the snoopy show and everything on there it's been good stuff but uh, it's a waste for me to pay five bucks a month for that when, you know, there's so much else out there right now. One one show that I have wanted to check out, I don't have a Hulu subscription. I might have to go ahead and, like, cash in a free one to uh, check this out. But the one, Murders, Murders Only, Murders Only in the Building? Only Murders in the Building? I can't remember how what order it is, but it's the one with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and, uh, uh, what's-her-face, Selena Gomez? Like, that actually looked like it could be pretty funny. And so I've thought about cashing in a Hulu subscription to try that one out. Like, I've actually been... That is one thing that I've been watching. I have my uh, oh subscription to Masterclass that I've had since last Christmas, and I'm coming to the end of it and realizing I haven't used as much of it as I wanted to, so I'm going back and trying to watch some stuff, and right now I'm going back and trying to finish the Steve Martin on comedy. And that... It's, I will say that's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I'm enjoying his insights into the process and all of that, and he's very funny, and just kind of getting how he got to where he is now. I mean, obviously, at this point, he's considered kind of a master of the craft. <laughs> he talks about continuing with a joke and thinking it's the funniest thing in the world even if it doesn't get a laugh just not acknowledging that i'm not funny was kind of one of his things that he became known for and so 
like but he's got a lot of insights into it and so it's been something that i've been enjoying on there and so yeah any case back to what i was saying my question do you have something that i should be watching let me know i'll be willing to check anything out for at least an episode and see if it's going to be to my taste or not and uh yeah so uh we'll go from there so whatever you are doing this week guys i hope you're crushing it uh, yes, if remember, please, as I'm remembering my uh, line here, because it's been a couple weeks since I've done it. Parenting is a complicated profession, my friends. Stay safe out there. Take care. We will see you next time. In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 Weight Loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to Awaken180WeightLoss.com.